Hello, everyone. Welcome to Prep Talk, the emergency management podcast. Find out what you need to know about preparedness, get all the latest tips from experts in the field, and learn what to do before the next disaster strikes. From the emergency management department in the city that never sleeps, here are your hosts, Omar Bourne and Allison Panisi. Hello, everyone. Thank you for listening. I'm Omar Bourne. And I'm Allison Panisi. Thank you for joining us. We want you to come back as often as you can, so feel free to add Prep Talk to your favorite RSS feed. You can also follow us on social media. Uh, This episode, we're going to be talking about continuity of operations, and this is designed to help city agencies make sure that they can provide essential services to the public during and after an emergency. So basically, it's the city's backup system before and during emergencies to make sure everything is still functioning and can function well. Yep. And it's, and it's a great and essential thing for us to have here. So here to explain continuity of operations, or as we like to say, COOP, Coop. Um, and how <laughs> the city uses this plan is Tony Marzullo. He is the Director of Continuity of Operations, or COOP, here at New York City Emergency Management. Tony, welcome to Prep Talk. Thank you for having me. Okay, so... Continuity of operations. Um, It was created as a lesson learned from challenges that the city had faced during its citywide blackout in 2003. Um, We ask all the time, where were you when the lights went out? I I remember where I was. I was on vacation in Barbados. (laughs) And I'm sure that, you know, the city turned and said, we need to have a plan in place um, to make sure that we can provide services regardless of what happens, including a citywide blackout or a major emergency. So can you walk our listeners through how this program works and also how it's evolved. Sure. Thanks, Allison. I appreciate it. The uh, impetus behind the continuity of operations program for the city was actually initiated by the blackout. We needed to address uh, the city being prepared, agencies being prepared to continue to deliver essential services Mm -hmm. during times of disruptions, during times of emergencies. The program was established by former Mayor Bloomberg. It requires that agencies develop and standardize uh, their plans keep it in a central repository, a mm-hmm. uh, set of guidance was established, and, and uh, we actually provided templates to city agencies so that they could customize their plans to tailor them to the needs of, of, of their agencies and the services that they provided. The program continued to grow over time. We currently have 46 agencies that, that participate. Uh, each has identified their planning teams. Many of them have customized the software uh, with our help. The uh, the COOP team here launched the intranet portal. Uh, we put a set of guidance out there. Uh, it's in a way to in- interact with, with the agencies and, and support them. Um, the managers of the program here uh, continue to provide guidance for the agencies so that they can develop, maintain, and test each plan um, uh, periodically. Now, Tony, um, as we know, each agency's mission is different. What Department of Sanitation is doing is going to be different from what we here at Emergency Management is doing, what NYPD, Department of Education is doing. Is COOP the same across all agencies? Break that down for our listeners. In, in, in some regard, it is. Right. But uh, we, we've gotten to the point where we've, we've established more flexibility. Mm-hmm. Early on, we learned how important it is to be flexible and to provide a suite of tools uh, to make everyone prepared. We're now able to customize and tailor the software to, to f- suit the agency's needs. Mm-hmm. Each agency is different um, and unique in some way. Right. Uh, so we, we have the ability to do that. You mentioned sanitation as an example. Uh, you know, they provide uh, two essential services that they've identified, uh, snow removal and debris removal. That's mm-hmm. critical to the city. 
Uh, any disruptions to either operation, as you can imagine, would cause significant disruption to, to the citizens of the city. Right. Uh, so sanitation focused its efforts uh, on these two plans, one to minimize disruption to, uh, to garbage and recycling pickup, mm -hmm. and one to keep the snow plows moving during significant snowfalls and blizzards. The software uh, we were able to customize uh, to suit those needs and, and for them to be able to enter records um, and, and generate reports and, and uh, plans uh, based on their staff, staffing needs. Here at New York City Emergency Management, uh, as another example, our plan focuses on our ability to open city emergency operations centers uh, no matter what hazards we face, and, and we work with our partners to, to keep city services running. I really like this idea of focusing on essential services. You know, you talked about sanitation. You even talk about what here, um, what we do here at New York City Emergency Management, making sure we can open our emergency operations center, be able to operate and respond, and also support other agencies as well. Um, what are some other examples? Sure. The Department of, of uh, for the aging uh, is another example. They've identified two core essential services, uh, one to ensure continuing provision of home-delivered meals and to ensure continuing operation of senior centers. Other examples that come to mind are um, Department of Environmental Protection. They provide sufficient drinking water to the residents of New York City. Uh, they treat wastewater and sewage. Uh, transportation is another uh, example of, of an organization that um, uh, is essential to the, to the city of New York. Um, they ensure that New York City streets, highways, bridges remain open uh, and safe. Uh, DOT also identified the operation of traffic control devices and regu regulating traffic as another essential service that their staff performs. So to bring it all home, you know, you mentioned Department for the Aging and the home delivered meals. If there is a snowstorm that we know is about uh, to hit New York City, what that means, what the coop operation means for Department for the Aging is that they're going to deliver extra meals before the blizzard hits so that those services are still operational so that people who are at home can still get their food, correct? That's correct. Uh, the, the, whole, the whole focus is to ensure that if there's a disruption to an agency or their organization, mm -hmm. uh, that they have contingencies, they're resilient enough to be able to operate no matter what happens. Like we said before, it's a backup plan. So we say this all the time with regular emergency plans for our listeners. We talk about um, how to be prepared for emergencies, making a plan, practicing your plan. So how are COOP plans tested and practiced, like especially so they can be used in an emergency? Do you have any example of that? Sure. So typically plans are tested uh, uh, at least annually. Mm -hmm. uh, some agencies have more resources than others. Um, so they, you know, through a series of tabletops or, or functional exercises, um, components of each agency's plan or the entire plan may be tested uh, throughout the year. Uh, our, our watch command is an example. We recently relocated their operation to our backup facility. It was seamless. Um, it's critical uh, for us because we maintain full cap capability of watch command. Uh, 24 by 7 every day of the year, uh, and Watch Command is always keeping an eye on incidents throughout the city. And you mentioned the tabletops, and for our listeners, uh, imagine we get a group of people, uh, decision makers, in a room, and we walk through different scenarios. If there's going to be a blizzard, what are the key steps that we're going to take as a city to make sure that 
city is operational to make sure that we're getting the resources out to the people. If there's going to be a heat emergency, what are we doing? What are we going to do as a city to make sure we have essential services like cooling centers up and running? Uh, so when we talk about tabletops, beforehand, before emergencies, before the season, for example, uh, we get together, we get the key decision makers, the key players in a room, we sit down, we hash it out, what we're going to do, how we're going to do it, we practice, we talk about it so that when the emergency occurs, we're prepared and we're ready to to move and put our plans into action. Absolutely. And I think... um it comes back to what I like to say is that at the heart of emergency management is coordination. And that doesn't stop when an emergency happens. If business gets disrupted, you know, there's a continuity of operations there. And I think it's really great that we have something here that we've been able to bring citywide to other agencies as well. It's like the old Boy Scout law, be prepared. And and that's what COOP is. It's the Boy Scouts law, be prepared, know what you're going to do beforehand. Uh, And moving on beyond testing plans, have any agencies uh, activated their COOP plans, uh, put them in process, and what was the circumstance behind that and how did it go? Since the inception of the program, Hurricane Sandy comes to mind Mm -hmm. as the event that caused the most significant disruption uh, to the agencies and the organizations that participate in COOP. the need to activate uh, plans across New York City was was, uh, was prevalent. Power disruption, storm surge damage, along with transportation and fuel shortages, caused many agencies to temporarily relocate staff, replace mm-hmm. damaged equipment, and demonstrate their resiliency. What do you think is next for the COOP program? We're focused on working with each agency to streamline, maintain, and test uh, their plans. Making COOP plans accessible for mobile devices with additional tools to help manage the incident remotely is something that we're working toward delivering next year. Wonderful. So what would that look like? We're we're talking about your mobile devices. Uh, We're going to have those accessible on your iPhone or your Android? Yeah. That's that's wonderful. That's an example, uh, or a tablet. Uh, Mm -hmm. we, we, We realize that plans shouldn't just be documents for reference. I like that. We, I like we that. really need to we need to really be a little more forward thinking. We mm-hmm. need to interface with other other tools and applications that uh, that can help us uh, move this along. Uh, some of some of the vision we have uh, and we discuss constantly is is to uh, leverage technology and and make sure that we're doing everything we can with the things at our disposal right. um, that are prudent and practical things to do. And it makes sense cuz you know we're in a we live in a technological era. Uh, everything is on your mobile device, your iPhone, your Android. So it would make sense uh, to have these important plans easily accessible at the, the click uh, of a button so that you know what to do mm-hmm. and how to do it. And if the technology goes down, like you said, you have a plan that is printed and ready to go and you're able to open it up. And a plan will not work unless you actually review it, Mm -hmm. you test it, you make sure that you do a great analysis of what's working, what needs to be improved. So I think it's great that not only um, is the continuity of operations program here at New York City Emergency Management helping these city agencies, but we also look inward as well, and we're able to test our own plan to make sure that we're able to function. Right. Practice is is what we like to say. Practice, practice, practice. Mm Mm-hmm. It's also how you get to Carnegie Hall. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So, Tony, is there anything you'd like to add about continuity of operations or COOP? 
You know, Allison, we're always learning and striving to be better prepared for emergencies. The COOP team here is, is honored, and, and we view this as a privilege to facilitate such an important program. It's our privilege to work with so many talented and dedicated people. I'm really confident that we're prepared and extremely resilient as a city for any emergency, and we look forward to the future of COOP. Excellent. Um, for those interested in making their own emergency plans, you can visit our website, nyc.gov forward slash emergency management to learn more. And what I like about just this entire discussion that we've had for our listeners is that um, the city, we have plans. But not only do we have plans, we have backup plans. And that is essential because when there is an emergency, when there's something coming down the pike, uh, we're prepared, we've practiced, we've discussed this, we've put the preparations in place uh, so that we can be resilient. And uh, that we all we often talk to our listeners and people that we interact with about having a plan and having a backup plan. Uh, we are practicing what we preach uh, and we want to make sure that New Yorkers know that we are ready, willing and able uh, to function and to continue functioning before, during and after emergencies. Absolutely. That's this edition of Prep Talk. If you like what you heard, you can listen anytime online or through your favorite RSS feed. Until next time, stay safe and prepared.